Hi, welcome to episode one of the Two Chubby Cups podcast. I am James, the writer, and you are... I am Paul, the chef. Chef? Cook? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Chef extraordinaire, we'll go with that. That's overselling it. But um, it's our first episode of our podcast all about slimming and how we have found the world of slimming and our various thoughts on that. Um, how are you feeling after Christmas, Paul? All right. Not too bad. Really? Yeah. Spherical. <laughs> it feels like my blood. You know that strawberry stuff you get in the middle of a quality street? I think that's, I've got that flowing through my veins at the minute. Isn't that standard? It's sticky. Okay. Um, and I'm constantly rustling with all the wrappers in my pocket. That's but true. otherwise, I'm feeling quite... Yeah, I'm feeling on the ball. Good, good. I mean, we, we ate merry, we drank lots, um, enjoyed ourselves, and now it's New Year. So as with 2017, 2018, 2019, we're starting again. This is this is this is us now, isn't it? 2020. It's gonna be our year. New decade, new us. And hopefully you'll get some inspiration from our new cookbook, which is out today. Um if you haven't bought it already, why not? Um but if you haven't, get out there, buy it, have a look at the recipes and join us on our new journey. Today's topic, um, we're going to talk about, we've all started um, a diet and we've all said, you know, we've tried everything. Um, what are we supposed to do differently? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Yep. That whole thing of starting, where do I start? What's going to be different this time? You know, how can we give ourselves a kick up the ass and do something different and actually make it happen? Because we've been listening to this and if you've followed us for years... This is probably your 50th time starting a new diet. We've all been there. To be fair, it's probably the 50th time of hearing us turn around <laughs> and say, yeah, we're going to lose weight this year. We've managed it once, didn't we? We've managed it once, and we so we know it's possible. Um, so hopefully we can try and give you some ideas or some kind of inspiration as to what you can do differently. Yeah. So episode one is going to be, but I've tried all this before. Yeah. So who are you, Paul? Let's, t- t- talk, to, let's talk about... Who you are as a person in terms of a dieter? What okay. type of dieter are you? Um, well, I'm Paul. I like <laughs> long walks on the beaches. No, you don't. You like <laughs> you like long drives to the beach, and you sit in the car with me, and we have our egg sandwiches, and then have an ice cream, get out the car, go to the car park, bin, and then that's our long yeah. walk on the beach. I like driving to a concrete car park and having a bag of chips in the car. That's not what you do in a concrete car home. park at all. Oh well, dirty dog. <laughs> uh, Lorry parks don't count. <laughs> Maybe they do. It's all exercise. Um, okay, yeah, but what type of dieter? Oh, I'm a complete yo-yo dieter. And I always have been. <laughs> always. Well, not actually, I didn't actually start a diet till I was probably... Actually, till I met you, I think. I didn't really make much of an effort to lose weight before I met you. Yeah, but... And it was only because you made me go. That's not fair. You say, oh, that's great. So we're one episode in and you're portraying me as a controlling husband. Are you going to get such a belt when you get home? <laughs> but I was, I was always the fat kid. I've always been the fat kid. Yeah, always. I've never been. I've never had a thin stage. In fact, you know what? One of my earliest memories is sneaking downstairs. I must have only been about three or four, (laughs) and uh, I filled up a little plastic bowl of Kit Kats and stuff in the in the cupboard. Uh I got such a bollocking for it. What what did you do with this plastic bowl of Kit Kats? Oh well, I ate them obviously, but uh, I filled it with uh, fig rolls and all sorts, and I just sat in front of the Open University program eating this, watching Teletext scroll. Uh, uh, Do you know what confuses me the most about that? You've taken something as portable as a Kit Kat, which has its own individual wrapper, and you put it in a bowl and taken it upstairs. Why put it in a bowl? I had a wide selection of stuff. It wasn't just the one Kit Kat. So basically, you had a smorgasbord of fat. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Yeah, yeah. I had a, a at four years old. Brilliant. Probably less than that. I'm sure it was less than that. Which but I've always you. been. I've always been the fat kid. As a teenager, I was always fat. 
I've just always been fat. Well, you were smoking at five, so <laughs> <laughs> pretty, much. pretty much. Okay. All about you. What's your What's your story? What's your journey? You know, I was never, I was never the fat kid. What you ha- were quite thin as a kid, weren't you? Mm-hmm. What happened? Uh, <laughs> okay, so I was thin up until puberty. And as soon as I got a beard, I got an appetite. And I kind of, I went from the full xylophone ribs thin look, which was, you know. Were you ever I, that thin? Though? Yeah, I was. I really You were well. a little bit chubby, though, when you were a kid. So, I forget. Do I not know my own childhood? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I've seen pictures of you with rosy cheeks when you were. Yeah, but that, that, that was just effort. That's that's yeah. the because I was in the north. <laughs> it's pollution. <laughs> but no, um, so no, I was thin. Um, like I say, got to puberty, got my, I was, that was the one thing I had going for me at school was that I had a beard. And then when I put (laughs) on weight, it was like, great. So now I'm already bearded and I'm fat and I'm only 14, but it did mean that I could always buy cigarettes and alcohol. I was the person that people would come to because I could go into a shop and be like, I'm at 20 lamb and butler. Didn't say it like that, though. Like. Well, I uh... <laughs> oh, see. I, I still um, I, I can't grow a bit now, so I never had that. But I used to have to wear my mother's leather jacket. Go to the happy shop and carrying the spare leather? car keys. Leather, yeah, yeah, leather. Well, pleather. Thank you. It was probably down to my knees with the spare car keys to the Renault Five. Yeah. I'm gonna have ten million, ten million, Mister. I can't imagine you in your mum's leather jacket. You'd look like oh, like a budget Neo hey, it from the Matrix. Though. It worked. It was it was like a duvet wrapped around me, but it worked. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. I um, but yes, yeah, so and then I I got fat. Um, and then that began my diet journey where I was either fat and I didn't care, losing weight and I'm so empowered, or I was thin and miserable as sin because I think, I think some people are made to be bigger and some people are made to be thin and it's just finding whatever makes you happy, isn't it? Mm. So yeah, in terms of who I am, I am the yo-yo dieter, but I'm not the kind of navel gazer about it. If I'm fat, I'm fat, lose some weight. If I'm thin, great, I can go and buy clothes in normal shops. That's, <laughs> That's the, the spirit. <laughs> yeah, well, there's no point looking at your shoes. So when you Half start, time I can't see them. Did you start with a swimming club, or did you just exercise and eat veg, or how did you kick it all off? Well, do you know the reason I started with going to a swimming club? This is awful. When I was 17, I am. Um, I was asleep. I had I've been out and I've been on the drink, and I remember I woke up at four o'clock and I couldn't breathe, and I, th- I genuinely, no, I genuinely thought I was having a heart attack. And what it was, what it was, was at that point in time I'd got so fat that my neck, I was choking you in that whole <laughs> choking on your wattle thing. I was like, can't breathe, can't breathe, and it was just because my neck was so fat. It, it was, um, it crushed my, you know, windpipe. <laughs> Not to be dramatic about it. <laughs> and uh, and I thought, geez, I've got to lose some weight. Uh, because that, the fact that I was 20, I mean, I think I was 25 stone at that point. But that... 25 stone? Yeah, that combined with the... As a kid? No, it's 17. Oh, okay, right, right. 25 stone as a kid? I was, was, was going to say. I wasn't... I wasn't what, what still was as a 17-year-old, that's... That's a lot. I know, but still. I mean, at that time, I looked like Violet Beauregard when she had the, the chewing gum and she turned it into blueberry. <laughs> that was me, but with like Severus Snape hair. Not a good look. Rolling down the military roads. No, honestly, I didn't have sex for two <clears> years. <throat> That's why. It's awful. Poor guy, dry patch. Um, so I went to I went to Slimming World and it was great because I was, I mean, this will not surprise anyone listening. I was the center of attention. Um, <laughs> you know, young, male. So I was already like, completely skewing all their averages and i lost eight was it about eight or nine stone over a year Blime. um and got to the slimming world 
losers loser of the year competition which was in derby and it was that, that was quite an interesting day actually because you get to look behind the curtain at slimming world um what's the it, hq like it's really nice you can see all that for 4.95 a week's going <laughs> the toilets i think if i remember don't right, they have trombones in the toilets they the do so the urinals like in um are shaped like trombones because yeah. nothing makes you want to wee more than a giant open that's gonna be a nightmare to polish <sighs> indeed um but yeah so i went to the the loser of the year thing and i lost out and i remember even in fact yeah it's not even that i remember even now i'm boiling with rage because i thought oh, i'm a shoe in because you know i cut my hair and everything and i lost out to someone whose foot had turned black <laughs> and he, i mean to be fair the lad he had a sob story because yeah. he needed i think he needed open heart surgery or something oh, but he was too big to get on the operating table so that was his reason for losing weight. And so I, he went for the sympathy vote. No, yeah, well, I didn't like to say at the time, but yeah. I went in saying, oh, I can finally get my jeans on. You can't uh, really win against that, can you? I can't. Do you know what, though? I did get to do the one thing I've always been aiming for, which is to have something in a magazine with me holding my giant trousers out. Like, you know, <laughs> look at me. I've got my waist. You get two people in these trousers. Um, so that was fun. So, yeah, and then ever since then, it's just been up, down, up, down, up, down. And that's, I think that's what we go for. See, for me, when I was young, I knew I was fat. Mm-hmm. But I'll, this sounds daft now thinking back, but I didn't know how to lose weight. Yeah. I do remember for Christmas getting those, um, you know, the frame that you use to do sit-ups? Remember uh, those things? Oh, yeah, like a little You, you put your head back and then you have a bar over your head and you push yourself forward. Is that what that's used yeah, for? Yeah. I've been doing it wrong. I got one of those and I thought if I did like 10 of those a day, yeah. I'd just lose weight dead quickly. Yeah. And things as well. Um, What are those pads that you stick on your belly and it's meant to give you a six-pack? I don't know. What are they called? Oh, this East The Slender Tone things. Yeah. I remember trying to save it for one of those because I thought if I just stick these pads on my belly, I'll just get thin <laughs> deck. I, I had no idea how to lose weight. Yeah. My mother had no interest at all in cooking vegetables and fruit <laughs> and stuff like that. So there's, I had no chance really against any of that. You see, I that, lived off a shet of pizzas for like three months. Oh, yeah. The, the, is that where you said you liked it once? Yeah. And then you came back to they a freezer. They were special offer. I think they must have had like a water damage box at the spa. <laughs> so uh, no word of life for three meals a day, yeah. I had a fresh shet of pizza. That sounds like you're living the dream. It was wonderful. For about three months. And then you get rickets and then you can't walk. And then anyway, I got rickets so I couldn't good. walk. I um, went blind. But it was a delicious three months. So that's interesting now that you were saying there that you didn't know how to lose no, weight. I, I had no the, idea. It was the other way around for us because... Like my mum's really thin, my dad's really thin, and my sister's really thin. Mm. I'm clearly adopted. From, <laughs> you know, but that's fair enough. Uh, and they always encouraged you know, to go out and exercise and lose some weight, eat healthily. Um, but as soon as I was saying, as soon as I was 14 or 15, I was buying my own food, and that's the downfall. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Because it's all very good coming home from my broccoli soup. Exactly. 14-year-olds aren't going to go out and buy yeah. pineapple. Yeah, and I'm like, you know chaining pick and mix on the way home yeah. it's ridiculous isn't it weird that we had completely different approaches at home mm-hmm. and we both ended up fat hands on hands off uh, maybe we are just naturally fat well i just you know i think it's education as well for, for us like yeah. now now we know what made us fat and uh, we know kind of what to do about it don't we yeah i think it's much better for kids now they get a lot more education about food and exercise and stuff yeah well you say that I, I actually, yeah, I agree, but I know for a fact that if I was a kid now, you know, when you see them in the news, uh, you see like stories in the newspaper, uh, parents being sent home because of the kids' lunchboxes, yeah, yeah. I would fucking love a lunchbox like that if I was a kid. <laughs> like, yeah, six six sausage rolls, perfect, send it my way. But when we, when, like at secondary school, when 
in the canteen. Every day I used to have a hot dog, yeah. brownies, crisps. I don't remember there being anything healthy. It was all pizzas, crisps, chocolate, chips. There was no salad bar or sandwiches or anything like that. It was only crap on offer. You went to a good school, No, didn't I you? did not go to a good school. <laughs> I thought you did. No, I went to it. At the time, we thought it was a good school, but that, <laughs> it was Peterborough. So we thought it was like Eton. Uh-huh. But looking back, it was it's like Grange Hill. It was horrendous. See, how's the other way around? I went to a... You went to a posh school. Well, no, okay. That needs clarification. Did I... people arrive by helicopter? Don't try and no, make No, 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 no. People definitely you were in the work. Uh, someone did, actually, yeah. Fair enough. Someone did arrive by helicopter once. For the end of year, you went five. to school with like kids of footballers and stuff like that. Yeah, you went okay. to a posh school. Uh, yeah, but let, let, again, let me clarify, okay? So I... we had murders at our school. All <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we had theatrical productions of murders. <laughs> Thank you. I um, it wasn't a posh school though. It's like no, it was a posh school. I was there absolutely very much as the token. Not that sounds awful. The token. Token pork. Yes. I didn't like to say. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I was because growing up, we didn't have a lot. I mean, we always had what we needed, and I, I absolutely, I had a fantastic upbringing, and I can't say anything other than that. But the school I went to, yeah, it was in well, it was in Pontyland, which is near Darris Hall. Darris Hall being the very kind of posh place. So yeah, the school had a lot of money, and as a result, uh, the school dinners were, as you can imagine. You know, quinoa salad and cold press this and all that kind of stuff. Even back then in the 90s. Jeez, that was a long time ago. <sighs> so I, I, it's not that I didn't have the option of eating healthily. It's just if when you're presented with a salad or you're presented with a burger mm. or you're presented with the option of someone getting a driver to take you over at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you're always going to choose that. Although, Although I didn't have a McDonald's until I was... 12, I think. Oh, and actually, I had a McDonald's every Sunday. Well, I can't imagine your mum in the McDonald's. No, no, it wasn't my mum. It was my dad. It was like access day treat. It really? Was, um, yeah, yeah. It was a week ago from McDonald's every, every Sunday. What, your mum never took you to McDonald's? No, she did, but not very often. I can't imagine. Because um, no. she couldn't be bothered to get in the car. But my dad used to take us all the time. Every Sunday was McDonald's. See, that's a living there, well, yeah. For a short period, when after he was made redundant, he was looking for a job. He went back to his house for ham sandwiches, but then the yeah. KFCs came back in, and it was. I much really had that sort of euphemism. <laughs> no, it really wasn't. I yeah. no, really see your mum in McDonald's. Like, I just can't because I, I, I can't imagine that. <laughs> what would you? What would you get? Yeah? <laughs> oh, God, I've got. Oh. We once went into McDonald's. Oh, and I shall never forget this. And she asked for. A muck chicken muck sandwich with chips. <laughs> and? Pop was the drink. See, and that... I still think about this to this day. It's still just... Oh, it's slightly just mortifying. Yeah, every time I walk to McDonald's, I have that moment of panic where I think, oh God, I'm going to ask for a muck chicken muck sandwich and chips here. With pop. With pop. I can't see that. The thing is, oh. I can't imagine, unless you do the accent, it doesn't work. <laughs> We've told you this. Anything to do with your mother has to have the accent. So, I think you should debut. <laughs> <laughs> Go yes, on. madam, what can I get you? Oh, yeah, uh, uh, more chicken, more sandwich and chips, yeah. yeah. Pop. <laughs> oh, oh no. she's a treat. I would, you know, I would never forget. I still think about that to this day. That was about 20 years ago, and it still plays heavily on my mind. It plays heavily on your mind. Okay, Ooh. let me just make something clear, though. I, you know, people, the, the child is father to the man and all that stuff. You're going to turn into your mum. So, <laughs> I do think I've, I've got the bigger worry here, haven't I? It's been. It's always been like a constant worry of mine that I'm turning into like David Brent, but actually, I think I'd rather be David Brent than my mother. 
Yeah. Well, you've got his moustache. Yeah. And you've got her moustache as well, so it works out <laughs> quite well, doesn't it? It's all good. <laughs> I just need the leather jacket and the pack of silk curtain on there. You've got those. <laughs> Stop it, she'll get all her dodging friends on us. <laughs> fired up that Renault 5. Indeed. So, it has it, ju- I mean, for us, has it just been Slimming World? You know, um, have we ever just stuck to one plan? And I would absolutely say no. I mean, we have. Well, I don't tra- know. I mean, we. I reckon we've probably joined Slimming World in total about <laughs> seventy times as a minimum. That's I think. It. Do you know the worst part is that is not yeah, an exaggeration, right. is it? I mean, how many times have we gone and said, "Right, this is it. We're going to stick to it. We are going to do this." And I'll then... tell you exactly what's happened every single time. We'll join up. <laughs> we'll pay the ten pounds. We'll get the book. We'll be on it. We'll go the next week, uh-huh. and we'll be slimmer of the week. Yep. And then something will happen in that week, and we'll just not go the next week. Mm-hmm. And we'll start take again away. on That's the month. Yeah, we'll have a takeaway. Yeah. Um, or we'll go out on the drink, and then oh, we'll ju- we'll just skip this one, and we're back on it. And then the week after, <laughs> back on it, and we just never ever make it to that week. And then we spend two or three weeks off it, and mm-hmm. then we have a bit of a moment, rejoin mm-hmm. again. Well, and the cycle begins. You know, though, when you say seventy, thinking about it, so we've been together twelve years. That's probably mm-hmm. that's probably accurate because. Yep. I've got three books in my car. I've got a library in my boot. <laughs> there you go. I've got more. Do you know what? I've got so many. You've lost half a stone stickers. You could wallpaper our living room with them. Do you remember when we had a tidy up and we found about six of the cards that you used to um, yeah. check in with? Yeah. And we were at the thing, right? Like, Try this card. No, it's not that one. Try that one because we couldn't remember which one was the current one. Well, the worst part of that was it speaks to my vanity because how many different variations of my name was it? It's like, oh, James with a Y, Jamie, James, Jay, Jim. <laughs> I think it's a shame of going back and need a new name. Going well, I, think, I think even though we started off so many times, I think we have always pretty much followed yeah. the Slimwell plan. Yeah. With a few variations, but in general. Well, we, we, we've... I mean, apart from when we've had takeaways and stuff, all the other meals have all been quite Slimwell friendly. The basic principles work yeah. and we I mean we can't knock some wilderness lights because it, if you follow the plan it absolutely does work yeah we've made a few changes for our own sake because mm-hmm. um, we had to because you do something for so long yeah you know if, you, if you're doing the same thing day in day out day in day out you need yeah. a change don't you yeah exactly it's like our marriage <laughs> <laughs> but I think we've always been good that we've never gone down the route of these bloody tweaks mm. what what we you know have? the tweaks where you have like couscous cake and things like that. Oh God, no, don't! And when when you have the gravy and you blend in four onions and six stock cubes and oh. a stick of celery and oh, yeah, nah. I mean we've never gone in for any of that nonsense. Well, it's only we've tried them, haven't we? Can you not remember? We tried them, Can but you, they've always been awful. The, the best one was has always been, and, and actually it gets it still gets quite a lot of hits on the blog despite it looking like a you know, veruca. Was the cake in a cake in a mug? Oh. Or, or no, it was the the roulade. The roulade. Mm. So you think, a roulade, pretty simple recipe, <laughs> eggs, flour, sugar, you know, make a nice little cake and roll it up. And this one, it was sweetener, but it was like, you know, you might use half a teaspoon of sweetener in a cup of tea and even then it's too sweet. You know, this it's not using sweetener as a leaving an agent. It's not that. It's, it's when, it, when it requests 100 <clears throat> grams of sweetener and you think, really? That's like a tub and a half. Yeah. I mean, the clues are there and like eight eggs and then, I can't remember, I think it was a, a, an options, a hot chocolate. It was, yeah. And it, yeah. it was the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten. And I People swear by it. People, whenever you, I swore by it. I was like, fucking get that in the bin. It's if you disgusting. go on any of the groups in January, it's always the one thing that people are recommending, the roulade. And they'll go, 
It tastes just like a cake. It's like, what have doesn't. you been eating that you think that tastes just like a cake? It's, it's, I, I gen- you'd get more enjoyment taking a carpet tile up and eating that. You really would. Yeah. And actually, you know, we're not just mentioning it real loud because we've got a recipe for it <laughs> in the book. <laughs> well, well, maybe we are. Um, but Remember, guys, we try these things so you don't have to. We really do. Though. I mean, the thing with the blog, the listeners or the readers see the recipes that are on there mm. because we've made them, they turned out well, and you know they look good, so that's when that's what we put online. But you can't, but you wouldn't believe some of the shite that we have uh, that we have tried yeah. and tried oh, to God. make palatable, and it's just no, yeah, that's <laughs> absolutely not. So there is a lot of screening that goes on there, isn't there? Yeah, and the things that Paul and I have endured on this process so that the blog works, oh, I wouldn't even like to talk about it. It brings <laughs> tears to my eyes. <laughs> so I think. I think we've always followed the spirit of Slimming World with maybe a few mm. changes here and there. But we've tried but on the whole, we've we've had quite a lot of success with it. We have. Oh yeah. I mean if we follow it it definitely works. But I mean we have tried other plans. So we tried the military diet, which was an absolute nonsense. A failure. Well it wasn't a, you lost weight. The first time I did it. The other times I've tried it I haven't. But I think it's all just a nonsense. I think you lied to me anyway, because you know, you said military diet would be great fun and I was expecting, you know, yeah, hordes of soldiers. Absolutely, so it's like <laughs> stomping through the kitchen, stomping through something, and um, and it, that didn't materialise. So I think actually I didn't lose weight on that because I was too busy sulking. So yeah, that's fair yeah, it was bollocks. It was but you nonsense. you did all right. Um, but it was one though, and it's like quite a lot of diets, the kind of more crash diets where you lose loads of weight really quickly because mm. you know you're not eating basically, or you're eating so few calories, and then you lose fifteen pounds over two weeks, and then as soon as you eat normally, um. And you know, with decent ingredients, you just put the weight back on because exactly. you're just you know, you're back eating the appropriate amount of calories, but it's you you know, you've lost that reserve and yeah. When and do I, you ever, when do you ever hear of someone doing a fad diet where it actually works? Or, well, it never does. Or stays off. Does. Exactly. Stays it never off. does. And that has always been our raison d'être with two chubby cubs, hasn't it? It's always been proper meals. Yeah. And you know, not chasing huge losses, but mm. not feeling like a diet as you go along. Yeah. And that's what's worked for us um, because it, it, we haven't been suffering through a diet. And I think that's the worst part. Yeah. Because you just end up resenting everything. Life. Yeah. Partner. <laughs> <laughs> I think too many people go, I mean, I think we're guilty with this. They go to the slimming clubs and they treat it like, um, almost like a burst where you do like five weeks, you yeah. lose a load of weight and then that's it. It'll just stay off forever. Yeah. And that's not how it works. You ha- you, you do as sad as it is. Oh you God, have to... don't say you know, it. No, I don't say it. Fuck off, don't say it. You have to make a lifestyle. Oh, change. my Lord. No, but you do. You have, you have to do <laughs> no, it you and do. you have to stick with it. You do. And I think you have to use it as almost like um, like a practice run for changing how you how you eat. Uh, hang on, I just need to interject here and apologise for the muffled sound of my teeth falling out from that <laughs> overly sweet, goopy Well, it's noise. True, you're true. And we learned oh. this when we lost all the weight. You, yeah. You do. You can't just do it for a little bit, lose the weight, and then just—it's not going to stay off because no. it will just pile straight back on again. Yeah, as soon as you go back to your old ways, you have to make the change, and you have to stick with the change. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but it needs yeah. to. No, no. I mean, yeah, that's the whole as thing. I guess it said, sounds, that's how all it the time. It's not. It's not a diet plan. It's a lifestyle choice, and it doesn't matter what diet you're following. It, there's a lot of yeah. truth in that. If you commit to it and you make it part of your life, as opposed to something that you have to do, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and. Then, then you'll take get success with it. So, hopefully, anyone starting this year, take the view that you know it's not fair enough. It might be a year long journey. Yeah, 
But don't think of it like that. Just think of it as making small changes into your day and then it won't feel like such a chore. And if it doesn't feel like a chore, you'll enjoy it more. And if you enjoy it more, you'll not even realize you're on a diet. Yeah. So I think that's what's that's what worked for us, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. We we stopped looking at it as this huge, massive task ahead of us, and just made a few choices, a few better choices, and then it didn't feel like we're on a diet. Yeah. It just felt like part of our life. And as cheesy as that is, that's how we got around the whole. Oh, we've tried it all before mm-hmm. because we went at it differently. Yeah, we, you have to change your thinking. It you have to think of it. This isn't just a temporary thing to lose the weight. This mm-hmm. is something you're going to have to stick with. And even yeah. though you, it might feel like a slog now, once you start losing the weight, once it starts coming off, it will yeah. be easier. You'll get used to it and you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy eating healthily. Because, the, the, yeah, because the risk is, especially at the start of the year, like now, you know, you might be thinking, I've got seven stone to lose. I've mm. got eight stone to lose. The thing that I realized was, I think if you lose two and a half pounds a week, which isn't hard, oh, well, depending on how much you've got to lose, it isn't. Yeah, terribly hard. If you lose two and a half pounds a week, that's nearly ten stone in a year. Yeah, and I think there are very few people out there who need to lose more than ten stone. Yeah. So instead of thinking, "Oh my lord, you know, ten stone is such a huge amount," one hundred and forty pounds—that's that's massive. Two and a half pounds a week. Yeah. And if you start now with that attitude, the first week that you lose two and a half pounds, the second week, that'll just become your routine. Yeah. And you'll be happy the fact that you've hit two and a half pounds, as opposed to thinking, oh, I wish I'd lost nine pounds. I wish mm. I'd lost seven pounds. Because that way lies failure. It, well, it always has for us. Because mm. you get, you're getting the mindset of, we're not losing it quick enough. It's not coming off quick yeah. enough. And that way, you know, you're disappointed with weight loss. And you, you should never be disappointed no. with weight loss. Absolutely no. never. Anything that comes off is a bonus. Is a yeah. good thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so if you can kind of, couch it in those terms you know i'm happy with a weekly weight loss of x then that's good yeah and that's absolutely true the hardest thing is getting going it Mm -hmm. really is but once you're going as long as you keep the momentum going Mm -hmm. it's dead easy did you ever think um at any point that you go into a restaurant and the thing that you wanted that you really fancied most of all would be a salad because that's what happened so when the fuck did that happen (laughs) what did happen i'll tell you it did happen really yeah yeah Uh uh-huh the only time I've ever... I mean, I agree. I mean, it's a nice thought. And yeah, we do now make healthier choices, absolutely. Yeah. But, but I, now, I, I don't crave junk food as much as I used to. Now, no. I actually prefer healthier options because you don't feel sluggish when you have them. You don't feel crap. You feel you feel refreshed and you feel nice and you feel healthy. And... Listeners, I'm just saying, but the only time that Paul and I ever have chosen a salad <laughs> is when it's been on the side of a massive kebab or when you got that little plastic bag from the Chinese takeaway and it's got inexplicably like a little lemon and some shredded lettuce in. Let's, <laughs> My not, point let's is... not oversell the pudding. <laughs> My point the pudding is, even. It, become, it does become easier to make the healthier choices and it doesn't feel so much like you're missing out on something. Well, you, and you enjoy it more as yeah, well, don't you? Exactly. You enjoy when exactly. you can have the, and we never say bad food, but just for the sake of this argument, when you can have the bad food, you enjoy it more because you're not having it eight times a day. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So if you are starting off fresh, which I think you are because you listen to this podcast this year. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. By, by the our way. book. Yeah, by the book. <laughs> I want a conservatory. Stick with it because you're going to feel great by the end of the year. We promise you. And we are here with you, holding your hand, talking you through it for the next five weeks. That's right. And it's not even the next five weeks. You've got a cookbook now with 100 recipes in. 
And even if... We promise you there is not a single spoon of quark or sweetener anywhere in this book. Don't promise that. I think there is quark is in there? there somewhere. Oh, well, okay. There might be one or two Confession. I like quark. I don't, I don't mind quark. Well, it's because you're insane. It's gorgeous. Like it's it. not. It's nice. It's not. It's cheese of all the joy stuff. No, it's nice. It's disgusting. It's a devil's smegma. We used that in the blog once and I got told off. <laughs> so. I'm going to tell you off using it. That's gross. It's actually spread on toast. Anyway... Let's move away from that. So I think um, a few weeks ago, we asked people to send in questions mm. for the podcast and we've received quite a few and we've, um, we're actually not going to, we're not going to choose the best ones. We're just going to pick random and go for it, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now so- some of these, um, some of them are recipe related, some are questions for us yeah, and some are just complete nonsense. So it's a, a real a, mixed bag of stuff a, we've got here. A couple of them, I think um, someone might have thought they were on Amazon customer support or something like that because they're completely unrelated. But you know what? We'll just rattle them out. Eh? <laughs> just rattle them out, see what happens. Question number one is Denise from Southampton, but originally a Yorkshire bird. She is asking, who would you have as a dinner guest, past or present? Oh, that's an easy one, actually, because I would have no one. Which sounds so antisocial, <laughs> but what am I like with food? I would get my plate of food, and I don't want any in the room. It's like a starving dog. If anyone tries to talk to me, like, you sound like a starving good dog. Well, you sound like a pig of the trough. <laughs> Sorry, pig of the trough is what you sound like, love. Um, so I know it's not a very good answer, but I wouldn't have anyone. Um, you must be someone. There must be <sighs> someone you'd have around dinner. I know who I'd pick. If I could have anyone around, it would have to be someone who eats very little, so I could like, <laughs> snaffle their cheese board. Yeah, it's basically so, someone who was like, oh, I, I couldn't possibly. I said, oh, I'll, I'll have your dessert. Um, okay, who who, <laughs> who would I have? Um, if I could, Can you remember Plan B? Yes. The singer. I'm not having him in my house. Oh, well, you wouldn't need to be there. This is where I'm going with this, because, <laughs> you know, make him a nice dinner, make a lot of alcohol, <laughs> and then see where the night goes. I mean, I'm sure that's not what they want here, but that's where I'd be going. Aside from that, yeah, I, who would you have? Oh, you know who I'd have. If you say Jeremy Corbyn. Okay, I'd have two dinner guests. Okay, go on. Would it be Jeremy Corbyn? Number one choice had to be Tracy Chapman. You know I love my Tracy. If you brought Tracy Chapman <gasps> into our house, I would burn the oh, house down. No, not with you in it, to be clear. Or Tracy Chapman. It's not some oh, kind of horrible you crime. burn my Tracy Chapman down. No, I'll bring her in. Why? We'd have a l- oh, because she's excellent. We'd have a nice dinner, and then she'd sing to me, and oh. it'd be... No, it'd be great. It'd I- be great. She'll fall in love with me. And we'll have a great... I know she's a lesbian, but that's fine. <laughs> and you're we a gay man, we so... To, we don't have to have sex. It's fine. Okay. She can just Champ. sing to me, and I'll tell her how perfect she is, and we'll have a wonderful life. And you can run off with Plan B, and me and Trace will have a great life. Do you know what? That, I, mean... I would cook her my special risotto. Oh, good lord. Yeah, Why? If she was... I mean, I'm sure she's a oh. lovely, lovely person, but how many arguments has that woman caused in our house? Oh, she's got a voice of an angel. She hasn't. She's got a voice of a bee in a bottle. <gasps> it's awful. Oh. And... How again? How many how many car journeys have we almost ended our marriage on? Because you've done the whole. I'm driving, so I get to pick the music. It's like, oh great, we can listen to Tracy Chapman for eight hours. No, do you know what? I have played you Tracy Chapman songs, and I haven't told you it's Tracy Chapman. I've been like, oh, did you? Yeah, like no, 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 like, no, no. Yeah, actually, no, no, no. And I go, oh, Tracy Bullshit. Chapman, and then you go, Absol- oh, turn that shit off. I fucking hated <laughs> it. It was crap. That's bollocks. No. It's bollocks no. because I've, I've, I can think of three songs I've played you, Tracy Chapman. You love no, 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 no. Until I said it was Tracy. Chapman. Do you know how I know that's bollocks? Because every single Tracy Chapman song starts exactly the same, which is a couple of guitar chords, a couple of whingy lyrics, a couple of nah, 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 and therefore I would know. I've got a Tracy Chapman register. Well, I'll tell you what, on the way home today, I'm going to... Uh-huh. 
What? You're going to what? I'm going to interrupt the share and the ABBA with a couple of Trace Chapman songs. Excuse me, there's Pet Shop Boys thrown in there as well. And Muse. I have an eclectic taste. If you put Tracy Chapman on in that car on the way home, I'm going to get hold of that steering wheel. I'm going to drag us straight into the central reservation. I'm prepared to die on this hill. Well, anyway, I'm sure, I'm sure that's not what they expected as an answer to get our Tracy Chapman diatribe going on. But there you go. There you go. Well, I would have a lovely day. Who, who sent that question in? That was uh, Denise from Southampton. Denise, thank you for pushing our marriage ever closer <laughs> to the edge. I uh, really appreciate that. Thanks. This worked really well. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to pick the next one? Okay, I am going to pick. Oh, so our next question is from Pauline from Cramlington, who I'm going oh, to... a local girl. I'm going, to, I'm going to say, be careful how we answer this one, because she's local, oh, so God. she can put her windows through, because it, yeah, it's quite a rough town. I'm joking, people of Cramlington, I'm joking, Jesus Christ. Lots of green space, it's very nice. Yeah, well, it's got... Anyone listening, if you've never been up our way... Oh, that's a different... <laughs> I want to rephrase that. <laughs> well. If you ever want to be up our way, grind a profile. Um, we've got a, a massive... Um, Art installation near our house, aren't we, called Northumberlandia? Oh, yeah. Which Slag is Alice. Slag Alice, yeah. So, Cramlington, I, I just gave it a bit of shade there, but actually it's a lovely place. So you've, we've got a slag heap. They anyway, also have a giant spoon. Indeed. So, yeah. So, anyway, my little slag heap. I am going to ask you the question. Okay. Oh, that's really, it's really for us. Um, hold on to your edge of your seats. And, well, you'll be on the edge of your seats here, I'm sure. Okay. Where do we do our shopping? Well, Paul, where do we do our shopping? Um, Tesco mainly, uh-huh. um, because there's a right dish who works behind a hot chicken counter. Security guard, security guard. Security guard's nice, nice, and there's also someone behind small. the fat counter who's also very nice. That's the only reason we go to Tesco. Top ups, Asda, Lidl, Morrison's. Okay, that's pretty much it. Waitrose what? if we're feeling fancy. Wait, no, no. Waitrose if we get a voucher through the post. I'm boycotting. I'm, I'm, I'm boycotting waitrose. Are you? Yeah. So okay, Paul is. Still, I refuse to go into a waitrose. It's been four years. Paul is still in a silk about waitrose because he went in there, uh, went into waitrose, and the guy behind the counter looked him up and down and said, "You don't have a my waitrose card, do you?" I know. I mean, uh, do you know what? I, I, it was twenty miles round trip. For I think one particular. Get- it was ice cream. Uh, it was, it was a blackcurrant, oh, the blackcurrant chocolate Liquor, ice cream. The blackcurrant nice. licorice ice cream. And this old gay behind the conveyor belt. Old gay? Yeah. Michael, I still remember his name. Mm. He just went, mm, you don't have a Waitrose card, do you? And I just, oh, furious. You should furious. Have, he should have been like Pretty Woman. It's a huge mistake, Michael. No, you know, but you know, you didn't have to say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you know. Do you, you know were, what? I should get one and um, just you wave were, it in his face. You were trying to pay in goats and you know turnips <laughs> at the time, though, weren't you? You know, from our ramshackle house. So yeah, um, I just thought it was an. I just thought it was an unnecessary bit of shade. It was. Like it, it was, and it now means that we can't go there for anything delicious at Christmas because you can't get over that, that anguish, which is haunted you anyway. even now. <laughs> even now, you wake up at night. So no, in, in answer to the question, um, we're not very exciting. We yeah, Tesco, uh, Asda, just any. We don't We've got a little in the town. Well, one thing, point. one thing with our book and the blog that we don't do is use like. Stupid ingredients yeah. that you're only ever going to use once, or the really There's hard. There's no sauce. guar gum in our recipes. No what gum? Guar gum. Guar, is that how you say? Guar gum. Guar gum. Xanthan gum. There's that as well. What's so, guar gum? Yeah, it, I think it's like the same thing, but a bit fancier. No, it sounds like there's like no a coconut sugar. There's none of that nonsense. It is stuff yeah. that you'll find in almost every supermarket. Absolutely, and yeah, and it's you know, I wish I could say it's for some kind of big moral reason. It's not. It's because we can't be fucked going around loads yeah, of different exactly. supermarkets to try and get ingredients. So actually, I think the most exotic ingredient we have is panko, which they now sell in Audi. Oh, I'm going to have to do it. Now, yeah. why did you mention that? Because now I'm going to have to go. 
What's panko? Breadcrumbs. Seriously. Breadcrumbs. It's breadcrumbs. Every single <laughs> time we use panko in a recipe, and we use it quite a lot because it's a healthier alternative to just using breadcrumbs. Well, that's all it is. Isn't no, it? it's not healthier, but it's tastier. It's For the same amount of sins, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, and every single time, no matter how many times we explain it, we get the same hundred questions. What's panko? It's like, if only there was some kind of method <laughs> of typing a word into the internet and getting a definition or some kind of explanation. It's a, it's an absolute joy. Absolute joy. If, if you ever see time. a recipe with breadcrumbs, please do try panko yeah, instead. Do. It's much nicer. It is. It's crunchier. It's, and it's crunchier. It's crispier. You get a nice golden bake on it. It's it's nice. Okay. You're not having to whiz up a bread bun. Yeah. So hopefully this episode has given people um, an idea of how maybe approach it a little bit differently. Not to look at it as just, you know, here we are again doing the same thing again. Um, and, you know, ch- change it up a little bit. Hopefully us chatting shit at you for like the past half an hour has really got you Did in you the know, mood to lose. Do you know what? I'd imagine it's probably just driven everyone to cake. <laughs> it's driven me to cake, honestly. I'm, I'm, can't, I'm itching for it to be over. So I've got that vending machine. I am... Um, but yeah, it has been amazing how many people have become so excited about this book. Yeah. Um, and we thank everyone for every nice comment that they've said to us. And if you haven't bought the book, it's got 100 recipes in which yeah. will help you on your journey this mm-hmm. year. Um, so and if I don't want... want to be one of them twats, but it really has been a dream come true. So Any divorce lawyers out there, uh, if you just want to get in contact <laughs> with me directly, um, just help me sort this out. <laughs> We've loved doing it, and we reckon you will love it too, so yeah. go get it. Yeah, and it, and it's new food, it's, it, it's new recipes, and very, very quickly, one thing to help with your weight loss journey is to try new things. Try new recipes. Yes. All our recipes are easy to make, and they're... And they taste good, so you'll not be disappointed with it, but try new things. Move out your comfort zone. It'll make all the difference. I never move out my comfort zone. <laughs> because it's comfortable. Move. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so right, you, can, you can follow us everywhere at Two Chubby Cubs, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the usual places. I am going to add a super strong caveat to that, which is important, though. Two Chubby Cubs is T-W-O yes. Chubby Cubs. If you type the numerical two chubby cubs you into Google. It's not our porn site. I wish it was because the guy is <laughs> like there a is a guy there who looks. He does look like us. Who? Oh God, I don't know his name. He looks like us. Yeah, yeah. I think it's called like Jack Hammer or something. Believe what? Like John Goodman in the shower. <laughs> that's what we look like. Jesus Christ, poor bastard. That's niche. <laughs> two chubby cubs with a two. You will get porn. Yeah, it's good porn, but it's not going to fill you up. So come to TWO Chubby Cubs. And try our stuff. And if you're listening out there and you are a handsome daddy, just message me privately and I'll send the OnlyFans account, so that's fine. <laughs> it's blistering. <laughs> and if you've liked listening to our shite, subscribe and rate us and it helps other people find us. Yeah, good rating would be fantastic. Feedback via the blog would be amazing. Any kind of comment or any kind of share that you could do for us on social media would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Everyone. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. It's been good fun. Yeah. And good luck on your weight loss journeys. Yes. You can Milf. do it. Yeah, you're the best. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to bomb. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>